the fantasy's finest fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, William Spencer, Jalen McQueen, and Mark Carter. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are back with a brand new episode of the Fantasy's Finest podcast, and there's so much to get to as we head into Sunday. Uh, no, this episode is a little late, uh, so forgive me. Just juggling some stuff, but I'm not going to get into that. What I want to get into is that Thursday night football game because I know, especially in Philadelphia, there's a lot of people a little sore about that game. But come on, let's be real. Did you guys really think that y'all were going to beat the Bucks? And before you say it, Will, your Cowboys didn't beat the Bucks either. I know. I know. I was there. I watched it in week one. But I had a couple Eagles fans tell me, you know, we're going to beat the Bucks. It's a trap game. A trap game? Really? For Brady? <laughs> I don't think so. They, I had a couple guys on social media like, you know, we're going to beat. You can't, you can't tell us how it's going to be uh, six weeks from now. You know, because this, this is right after week one. You know, everybody was talking real heavy after we lost that game. You know, by what? Two points? And then the Eagles come in and, you know, it's everybody's tempered and you know we we're gonna see how it go we're gonna see how it go and then y'all get dusted the first three quarters i've never seen brady look so bored during a football game like brady is normally a little more emotional and when i say emotional i mean like you know he's a little revved up for the game brady is he looked like i was like man he i'm tired of playing (laughs) y'all like brady came into the game uh what three and one four and one on this on a season no uh brady was four and one on his career against the philadelphia eagles so i told you know i i I talked to my my neighbor the most he talked the most trash before i I go on the rest of my day and i told him i'm like look man because he was going to the game he was very excited and i was trying to tell him i'm like look i don't think it's gonna go down how you think it is brady is brady is petty and he still remembers what y'all did to him in the Super Bowl. How y'all got that win. And that's not going to sit well with him. He's going to come in there and he's going to want to beat y'all, which he did for three quarters. And then it was like uninspired the rest of the game. It was like, you know, they let up. They 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 took their feet off the gas. It was, I'm like, man, I've never seen it before. But I mean, because you saw what happened in week five against Miami. Brady came out. He was still throwing touchdowns after the game was well over. Like the game was out of reach. Miami was not coming back and he was still chucking touchdown passes. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what Eagles fans were thinking. You know, y'all weren't going to beat the Bucks. It wasn't going to be close. They, the only reason it's close is because of that favorite word that they like, they like to use uh, before the season started. Garbage time. I don't hear a lot of Eagles fans talking about how great garbage time is or how people be padding their stats or nothing like that. <laughs> it's just it's just funny, man. Oh, Zach Ertz traded right after the game to Arizona? Wow. Like they finally moved on from him after all this time. Crazy. We'll get into that in the t- into the particulars about that a little later. But it was just crazy. And what else, man? Oh, let me tell you. I thought I remember I told you on the last episode uh, I had made some mistakes on my lineups and I swore I was going to be having a horrible week. Horrible. I told if you didn't 
hear what happened to my lineups, man, go check that ep- the last episode out. It was it was ridiculous. But come to find out, I didn't do that bad. 14 and 7 overall for week 5 out of all my fantasy leagues. Ridiculous. That is the best week that I've had overall this so far this fantasy season. 4 and 6 in my uh, sleeper league. 1 and 0 in my CBS league, 4 and 0 in my ESPN league, 3 and 1 in my uh, NFL league. And shout out to my homie John. He beat me by bench points because <laughs> Herbert was going nuts last week. I thought I had the W, but he squeaked it out with bench points. So I got to give it to him. Um, and three. Yeah, that was basically it. 14 and 7 overall. Um, oh, and I smacked up uh, Jalen. In our Twitter Twitter Dynasty League. Um, no, was it? Is it the Dynasty League? My homie uh, Rob is running that league. So I, me, and him, me and Ace had to go face-to-face, uh, head-to-head in week five. And I crushed him. Dropped 250 points on him. <laughs> so I, sh- I posted the score. And my homie, uh, a couple other guys was like, yo, how did he score that many points? What is the settings in your league? I was like, I don't set that thing. But. You know, it was a good win. We didn't get to talk trash, but, you know, Jalen didn't got much to say on that. But I will say this. He did beat me in our uh, in our pickums for week five. I'll get that out the way. Like give him a little W. So basically, because of what happened in week five. um, It's a two point two game swing. So I was up heading into week five. Uh, my record was like 35 and uh, 14, something like that. Yeah, 35 and 14. Or let me let me pull it out real quick. So my record coming into week five, the records go like this. I was 35 and 13. Mark was 29 and 19. And Jalen was right behind me at 34 and 14. So after week five, and I'll show you, I'll tell you what my picks were that I got wrong. Um, Washington, the New Orleans versus Washington game. Um, oh, so, hold on. I'm looking at the wrong one. No, I was looking at the right one. See? Confused. All right. New Orleans and Washington. Washington took the L. Um, Denver and Pittsburgh. Um, Denver lost that game. I had Denver. Carolina versus the Eagles. The Carolina Panthers gave that game up at the end. They had it on lock all game, and then they coughed it up. So I had to take the L for Carolina and Jacksonville. I don't know what I was thinking on that game. Like complete brain fart. I was feeling myself a little too cocky. I thought Tennessee's uh, defense was going to give it up, but they ended up taking the L. So I had to take that one too. And then the Raiders versus Chicago. Wow. Like I, I thought that the Raiders had it, you know, but they gave it up to Justin Fields. So I, I bought that. He Jalen only had two losses. We both picked Washington and we both picked the Raiders. We actually all three of us picked the Raiders. Um, Mark lost on Denver, Carolina, um, the Raiders and Kansas City. I don't know what he was thinking about picking KC. Kansas City's defense is horrible right now. And Mahomes, (laughs) Mahomes is looking mighty, mighty normal right about now. He can't do it without a defense behind him to help him out a little bit. 
you know, but that's, you know, that's a topic for another discussion because I'm not even going to say it because y'all know where I'm going to go. People was always talking about, you know, Dak Prescott needs to be able to win games by himself. How do you win football games by yourself? It's impossible. It's one of the best team sports in 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 everything. Like it's I, to me, it's better than baseball. It's better than basketball. Football is to me is the ultimate team sport. So you can't you need a defense to help you out. But I'm not going. I'm not going to get into all that. But um, yeah, it's just a bunch of crazy stuff. Jalen's got the lead for now. But we about to get into these week six pickums. You know, for this episode, I'm gonna jump right into it. This episode, we're gonna get into uh, in and out for AJ Brown. We'll talk about that next. We'll do the uh, week six starts and our pickums for this week. So we're gonna get you guys set up um, and uh, get you guys ready for Sunday. Also, don't forget Tennessee and Jacksonville kicks off at 9:30. So if you're starting any of those guys. In your lineups, make sure you set your lineups tonight. Unless you're one of those early birds, you get up in the morning, you set your lineups before 9.30. So Tennessee and Jacksonville, 9.30, the London London game. Um, so make sure you have your guys set up for that. But before we completely jump into it, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Fantasy's Finest. Make sure you follow the host, Will, Hype underscore Finest. That's me, Jalen, Ace underscore ECA4, and Mark at McNucks. Yeah, I got through with it without stumbling. <laughs> I always trip up at Mark's uh, name because his is funny looking. And then make sure you follow and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platforms like Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, a bunch more. Um, and you should give us some ratings on Apple. Um, you can throw a couple of stars our way, you know, show us some love. But let's jump into this episode with our first segment. Are you in or out? Listen to me. Listen. Stop. Stop. I need to know what is happening right now. Okay. Okay. You know what? Moving too fast. Bottom line. Are you in or are you out? In or out of what? Mm-mm, no time for questions. Just action. In or out. Okay. Well, then I'm out. I'm sorry, Jet. Actually, you're already in. All right. Now, if... I'm like any other AJ Brown fantasy manager. I'm a little upset. I'm a little perturbed because AJ Brown hasn't done squat so far this season, except get hurt. And I, I like AJ Brown. He came into the season as one of the most highly toted wide receivers because of what happened in the off season. Corey Davis left. John U. Smith left, left in free agency. They go and grab Julio Jones. They have Derrick Henry. The offense looked really good last season. And A.J. Brown hasn't done anything this year. Not yet. Averaging 7.3 fantasy points per game. He's been hurt, dealing with hamstring injuries. You thought he had a good matchup last week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then he goes three of six for 38 yards. A.J. Brown, he's, I don't want to say it, but he's flirting around that bus label. It's only six weeks. It's only six weeks. We heading into week six now. But he looking like, he looking mighty busty. And not in the good, <laughs> not, not in the other way. <laughs> he looking like a bus. They got to get it together. And then on a recent report, 
Brown told reporters that the Titans won't give him a full set of snaps until week 10. I call cap. And the reason why I call cap is because if you look at their schedule from week six on their next four games is Buffalo, which is week six. Then they turn around and take on Kansas City. Then they go to Indianapolis and then they go to the Rams. You telling me that you are willing to run Derrick Henry into the ground. Now, Kansas City, Kansas City, they can run on Kansas City. They run defenses, hot garbage. But Buffalo. Oh, let's 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 cut to the chase. All of those games. Are shootout worthy games. The Colts might, you know, go toe to toe with them. It's a divisional rival. You know, they may have to fight it out. But the other three games, their offenses can put up points in bunches and you won't be able to just run the ball in Derrick Henry. And that's not saying anything short of Derrick Henry, but come on, let's be let's be real. Buffalo high powered Kansas City. You can't sleep on them, despite the fact that they're two and three right now. The Rams. We just saw what they did to Tampa Bay and Seattle. Now, Seattle game was, you know, kind of iffy because it wasn't a high scoring affair for, you know, in terms of fancy points for like Matt, Matt Stafford. He had a good game. He threw for 365, but he threw from like one, one touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Like, but those offenses, you can't sleep on. They're the, they're the top tier offenses. So you mean to tell me you're not going to throw the ball to A.J. Brown when you when you, you fall behind? Because you're going to fall behind because the Tennessee Titans defense is trash, too. So my question. Are you in or out on A.J. Brown being able to turn it around the rest of the season? Were you able to trade him or were you able to trade for him? Because over these next couple of games, they're going to have to throw the ball. They're going to have to throw the ball to stay in the game. So for me, I am still in on A.J. Brown. Am I starting him this week? No. You got to prove to me that you can that they're going to throw you the ball. So I want to see some I want to see some good production this week. And then it'll lead me to be more confident in being able to put him in my starting lineup. But yes, I am in on AJ Brown turning it around. Julio Jones is still hurt. They're going to need AJ Brown. So let's stop playing the games. Y'all know you're going to have to use him. He was a full participant in practice going into Saturday. This, uh, I'm not buying it. So what do you think? Are you in and out? In or out, not in and out. Are you in or out on AJ Brown? Let me know after you hear this episode. I'll put up a post and you can talk about it and leave some comments on it on our IG and our Twitter feed. So let's get into the news and get you guys set up because, man, tons of stuff been happening. I'm actually liking this uh, Saturday jump, so I'll, I'll flirt around with it. But let's get into the news. News and notes from around the NFL. Okay, man, breaking news. Nick Chubb and Christian McCaffrey are out for week six. And even worse, Christian McCaffrey is on IR and he will miss the next three games. So let's start with Nick Chubb. 
Nick Chubb was unable to practice this week. He was dealing with a calf injury from week five, and he wasn't able to practice all week. So they knocked him out for week six. Kareem Hunt, who is listed as questionable heading into this week, he's dealing with wrist and ankle injuries, but he is slated to play for week six. So that's a good thing. So that means if you have Kareem Hunt, you'll be able to plug him in and you'll be able, he should get uh, the majority of the workload um, for week six. Christian McCaffrey, on the other hand, he's not going to be in for a while. He suffered a setback on Thursday, um, reported by Ian Rappaport um, during practice. He's still dealing with the hamstring injury. And I already told you guys before that Matt Rule said that he wasn't going to play CMC until he was 100% healthy. The setback was a little worse than they thought. So they put him on IR in the hopes that he will recover and, you know, just a little bit more rest will be able to do him some good. Hopefully you didn't drop Chuba Hubbard. Uh, we'll get into a little bit of that later on um, in our starts for this week, but it's going to be Hubbard's backfield for the next three weeks until Christian McCaffrey comes off of IR. Bears lose Damian Williams to the COVID reserve list. He is out for week six. Khalil Herbert starts against the Packers for week six. Um, Seattle, Russell Wilson is... <laughs> Russell Wilson has no quit in him. He just had surgery on his finger and they listed him as limited for practice in Thursday's report. He was throwing footballs with his left hand. Now I wouldn't put, (laughs) that's wild. I wouldn't put him in the game. You know, they're not going to play him. They're going to wait. They're going to make sure that he's healthy and you know, all that good stuff. They wouldn't risk putting him in. It's just funny to see. Like, this man is out there. You just had surgery on your finger. And you are here throwing the ball with your left hand during practice. Like, Russ got that no quit in him. I got to respect that. Christian McCaffrey, on the other hand. Not Christian McCaffrey. Uh, see, I'm still stuck on him. Chris Carson. He's on IR. Still sidelined with the neck injury. Uh, he wasn't able to practice. And... It's not looking good for Chris Carson. So Alex Collins will likely get the start. Rashad Penny should be coming back uh, soon. So that's something to look out for if Collins begins to flop. Jared Goff told reporters that he wants Amon Ra St. Brown more involved in the offense. They might not have a choice because Cephas, uh, Quintess Cephas is out more probably for the year with a collarbone injury. Terrell Williams, who was signed in the offseason, He's still on IR. There's literally nobody else at the wide receiver position that can catch the ball from Jared Goff outside of Amon Ra. So, yikes. But if anything, you know, he's a slot receiver. He should benefit from a lot of a lot of volume <laughs> at the very least. Uh, Jared Goff told reporters that he is a guy. He's a guy that's a rookie, but he doesn't look like a rookie. He stepped up. And he's a guy that four or five years from now, I expect him to be in the top of the league of guys in the slot or even outside that can make those plays and do those things that you'd like to see him do. That's solid praise. So maybe we'll get to see a little bit more from Amon Rock going forward. Jarvis Landry, uh, he was dealing with a knee injury. He's slated to return for week six. Um, excuse me, he's re- he's expected to return to the team um, and the Browns have a 21 day window to activate him to the active roster. 
Tua Tagovailoa. He's returning from rib injury. He's expected to play week six against the Jaguars. And more recent news before I came on, Jerry Judy is expected to return to the team from IR and his 21-day window is on the clock. So a lot of players leaving and a lot of players coming back. I mean, coming coming back to the team. But that'll wrap it up for our news. Now let's get into these starts for week six. And we're going to go over our pick so I can kick Jalen's butt because Mark is not any comp. He is all the way in the back. <laughs> he didn't back of the bus. Let's get into it. for our feature presentation. Okay, so I normally start from the top and I work my way down. And I always start with quarterback streamers for a week, you know, just in case you needed a quarterback or you needed some options or you don't like your matchup with your starter, so you want to pivot somewhere else. So my first guy is Carson Wentz versus the Houston Texans. Wentz had a solid week five against the Baltimore Ravens. Actually a very good game. Very good game by Wentz. Um, he came, he was coming off as the QB nine heading into week six. Um, he finished as the QB nine for week five. So just for clarity, he had 22 fantasy points from week five. Now he gets the week, uh, the Houston Texans for week six. The Texans are giving up 257 passing yards per game, and they rank 15th in fantasy points surrendered to opposing quarterbacks. Carson Wentz, on the other hand, is averaging 264 passing yards heading into week six. Looks like a solid matchup to me. The Texans defense has been shaky all year. Um, And I think it's time for Carson Wentz to really crack a game open. So hopefully we get that this week from him. Another guy I'm looking at is Trevor Lawrence versus the Miami Dolphins. Lawrence actually had a decent week five. He finished as a top 10 quarterback um, that week. He had just about 22 fantasy points. He finished 10th overall among quarterbacks for week five. Lawrence, unfortunately, is the QB 25. So, like I said, he's more of a streaming option as opposed to somebody who you could potentially keep like uh, Carson Wentz. Um, Lawrence is averaging 14.6 fantasy points per game per fantasydata.com. But, like I said, Miami is a good matchup. So, if you're looking to pivot from whoever you have as your starter, if like you got Ryan Tannehill, um, Lawrence might be that that option for you. The Miami Dolphins got completely dusted by Tom Brady and the Bucks. They gave up 38 fantasy points to Brady in week five and five touchdowns. The Fins are giving up 22 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. So this might be a chance for Trevor to do some damage against the Dolphins. And finally, at quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger versus Seattle. Ben has not been great this season. Um, he's, he was the QB 28 between weeks one and four. Uh, he's not, he, he, man, the, the Steelers offense has just not looked great this year, but this could be one of those games where Ben Roethlisberger has a chance to really do something. Um, the Seattle Seahawks defense is not good. They got cooked by Matthew Stafford in week five. They gave up 365 passing yards to him. Um, they are allowing the second most passing yards in the league heading into week six. If Ben can get out of his own way, he could have a good game this week. So hopefully you're not that desperate to try and risk it for Ben. But if you are, at least he has a good matchup against Seattle this week. 
Um, let's move on to the running backs. Uh, there, because there are a couple of guys on this list that are benefiting from um, the guys in front of them going down, I feel like that they're they have a big opportunity to do some damage this week uh, for your fantasy teams. First up is Khalil Herbert. He's going up against the Green Bay Packers. Damian, like I said before, Damian Williams is out for this week. He's on the COVID reserve list. The backfield is Herbert's. Um, and like I said before, Chicago is going to lean on the run to help Justin Herbert out. He actually outplayed uh, Damian Williams last week. 18 carries for 75 yards in week five. Um, and the Packers are giving up or they're allowing running backs to have uh, 4.3 yards per carry per game and they're giving up just over 100 yards so you could probably look for anything between uh, between the passing and running work that he's going to get plus all of the goal line work if they can get there uh the backfield is herbert's he's going to probably be a solid rb2 uh, for this week miles gaskins versus the jacksonville jaguars gaskins had a good game uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's probably one of the few running backs that you can say had a good game against them. He tied for the RB2 for week five with Jonathan Taylor. 31.9 fantasy points against the Bucks defense. Now he gets the Jacksonville Jaguars, who's vulnerable against the run. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars are giving up the seventh most fantasy points to running backs so far this season, and they're averaging 121 yards a game on the ground, 13th most in the league so there's an opportunity for Gaskins to get busy this week and then chuba hubbard versus minnesota um cmc is on ir so like i said before the backfield is basically his there's nobody else to compete with for snaps he's going to get the passing work he's going to get all the all the rushing work um and hubbard is really coming on he finished just outside the top 15 for week five he rushed for just over 100 yards 101 yards against the Philadelphia Eagles in that week five L. Thank you for messing that up, Panthers. Good good job, Sam Darnold. But uh, the Panthers take on the Vikings. The run defense is allowing 26.6 fantasy points to opposing running backs so far this season, and they're allowing 4.7 yards per carry to Hubbard should feast this game. He should be in your lineups. He's just got too much work in an offense that looks pretty good um, against bad teams. <laughs> the, the Panthers was uh, the Panthers p- messed. I want to say this PC wise, but they really turned a lot of people off going up against teams that weren't good in the beginning of the season. And then, you know, they, they faced some competition and they got cooked. So it's like, all right, so maybe the Panthers are just fool's gold. I won't go that far. You know, they're missing Christian McCaffrey, but, you know, it it just doesn't look good so far. Moving on to the wide receivers, I got to go with my guy Chase Claypool versus Seattle. Claypool had one of the best fantasy performances of the season so far last week against the Denver Broncos. He finished as a wide receiver 12 for week five. He's averaging 14.5 fantasy points per game on the season so far. But his value should be on the rise with Juju Smith-Schuster out for the season with a shoulder injury. Claypool should be getting more work moving forward. I'm not really concerned about James Washington coming in as the third wide receiver. I think Chase Claypool is just too dominant. He's going to be that wide receiver 1B to Deontay Johnson's 1A. 
but there should be more targets heading Chase Claypool's way. He's just too dangerous, and he's good in a deep passing game, and Big Ben definitely needs that. The Seattle Seahawks are one of the worst defenses against wide receivers so far this season. They've allowed the fifth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. So I'm going with Chase Claypool. He's definitely going to be in my lineups this week. Stephon Diggs versus Tennessee. Now, I know what you're thinking. Stephon Diggs, he's one of the best wide receivers in the game. He should always be in your lineup. True. And he's been getting steady work, um, but it's not the kind of production that you're expecting based on where you drafted him this year. Um, he's He's got a good chance to bounce back after that week five dud against Kansas City. Um, he's just had one game over 100 yards, and he's only scored one touchdown so far this season. That's, I mean, because of the targets, they're kind of booing him so far, but we need to see more from Diggs, especially to get that return on the fantasy value. Um, Diggs is currently the wide receiver 26 on the season at that, but he does get the benefit of having the Titans crappy defense uh, for week six. They've given up the most fantasy points to wide receivers so far, 47.3 fantasy points per game. They are surrendering to opposing wide receivers. This could be a breakout game for Stefan Diggs. Keep your fingers crossed and hopefully he gets that. He helps you get that big W this week. Terry McLaurin is my other wide receiver for this week versus Kansas City. He's another wide receiver who had a dud week coming out of week five. Uh, McLaurin actually finished two spots behind Stefan Diggs for week five. He finished as the wide receiver 50. Stefan Diggs finished as the wide receiver 48. So, you know, you, you see where you want to get more production from the other guy. But Terry McLaurin has a chance to bounce back as well. The Chiefs uh, have been giving it up to every wide receiver they can so far this season. They're tied for the most yard surrender, fourth most yard surrender to wide receivers per pro football reference. And they're tied for ninth in the most touchdowns surrendered to the position. So there's an opportunity for Terry McLaurin to put up some yards and get into the end zone. And we get to wrap this episode up with the tight end position. My guy, Mo Alley Cox versus Houston is the first man up. Mac had a great week four where he caught two touchdown passes, but he kind of came back to earth in week five against the Ravens. He did see the most targets out of the Colts tight ends during the game, but he only came away with 50 yards. So hopefully he's more involved in this week. Um, he gets the Houston Texans defense that's giving up uh, nearly 21 fantasy points per game. That is the most fantasy points a defense can give up right now to opposing tight ends. So Mac has an opportunity to really get busy this week. We just need to see more uh, from him and we need to see the the Colts coaching staff give him more opportunities to be great because the, the I think the talent is there for Mac uh, Molly Cox to be able to do some damage. You know, you have a rookie back there. Um, you know, you can't really expect too much from rookies. Um, like, we're there's not a good comparison between, like, a guy like Kyle Pitts, who's going to give you more targets in an offense that needs him, as opposed to um, Kylan Granson, who's behind two other guys. And Jack Doyle is more of a blocking tight end right now. So maybe they get Mac more involved in the offense 
and use that big frame to do some damage in the red zone like they did in week four. My other guy is Mark Andrews. Now, Mark Andrews should be locked into your uh, starting lineup. He went completely nuts against the Colts in week five. 11 for 447 yards and two touchdowns on 13 targets. Good Lord. He finished as the tight end one, and he gets the charges this week. They're giving up the fifth most fantasy points to opposing tight ends at 17.5 a game. Mark Andrews shouldn't be leaving your lineups after that kind of performance. So lock him in and hope for the best, but that's all you can do. Now, let's wrap this episode up with our pickums for week six. And I need to get two W's to get ahead of Jalen. So let me run down what we have for this week. Now, all of us went Tampa Bay versus the Eagles. Uh, just kick things off with Thursday night football. Um, Miami. So I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to run down the list of games and, um, you know, give you who our selections are. So Miami versus Jacksonville. We all went Miami. Uh, Kansas City versus Washington. We all went Kansas City. Los Angeles Rams versus the Giants. We went Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Houston versus Indianapolis. We all went Indianapolis. Um, here's where it starts to get a little, a little different. Cincinnati versus Detroit. Me and Mark are going Cincinnati and Jalen is going with Detroit. We'll see how that works out. Green Bay versus Chicago. We all got Green Bay winning that game. The Los Angeles Chargers versus the Ravens. I'm going with the Chargers. I'm the black sheep this week. I'm going with the Chargers. Mark and Jalen are going with the Ravens. Minnesota versus Carolina. Um, Taking Minnesota. Me and Mark are taking Minnesota and Jalen is going with the Carolina Panthers. Um, Arizona versus Cleveland. I'm going Arizona. Jalen is taking Arizona and Mark is taking the Cleveland Browns to upset. Um, Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Denver Broncos. Me and Mark are taking the Denver Broncos. Jalen is taking the Raiders. Dallas Cowboys versus New England. All of us are taking the Cowboys clean sweep. And then the Seattle Seahawks versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Me and Mark are going with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Jalen is going with Seattle. Maybe he forgot that Russell Wilson is hurt. (laughs) I don't know, but we'll see how that turns out. And then for Monday Night Football, the Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Titans. Me and Mark are going with the Buffalo Bills and Jalen is going with the Tennessee Titans. I don't know what to say about that. That's our picks for week six. We will let you know how we uh, how we went, how we did rather uh, for week six in our next episodes coming up. But that'll do it for this episode. Thank you guys for checking us out. As always, we really appreciate you listening to us. Um, Make sure you check out. Let's mess that up. (laughs) Make sure you check out the fantasies for our latest articles and uh, stuff like that new episodes for the podcast will be put up there as well um and our guys are just turning out content man so we really appreciate it you can also check me out on tiktok um at hype underscore finest i might be updating in that and um going with the fantasies finest for for our tiktok but i'm just trying to figure out how everything works on there i'm still kind of new to tiktok so it's uh been a learning learn as you go kind of thing but it's fun i like making the videos and stuff i'm trying to get a little more into the trends but uh you know one step at a time but 
like I said, thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. And we will check you guys in our next episode. Until then, y'all be safe. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy's Finest Podcast. Be sure to join the community on Facebook and follow us on Twitter too at the Fantasy's Finest. See you next episode.